Welcome to Parapods, City of Parramatta Libraries podcast, where we talk about books, libraries, and everything in between. Uh, my name is Nissa, and today I'm here with my friend Antonia. Hi. Hello. Um, the topic for today is well-being taking care of you. Um, so what is that all about? Now, based on the books we're reading, it's focusing on happiness, positivity, health, um, learning about tools to deal with stress and anxiety, um, incorporating a bit of kindness and positive change in your life and much, much more. Uh, but I'm going to get Antonia to uh, list all the books we're going to be talking about today to help us discuss that. All right. So the first book is In Search of Happiness, Finding Mindful Paths to Fulfillment by Mike Annesley and published by Worth Press in 2018. The second one is Smart Girls Screw Up 2, The No-Nonsense Guide to Creating the Life You Want by Bella Zanesco and published by John Wiley and Sons in 2018. And the last one is Unwind Your Mind, The Life-Changing Power of ASMR by Emma Whispers Red and published by eBerry Publishing in September 2019. Now, Nissa, In Search mm. of Happiness. Aren't we all in search of happiness? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could argue that. Um, look, it's, it's pretty interesting, this book. Yeah. Um, first of all, yes, I think we are, yeah. um, in all, all of us in search of happiness at least, whether, you know, deliberately or not. Yeah. Um, the book actually is pretty interesting. It presents a range of happiness traditions, um, you know, focusing on how we can live less stressfully, how we can yep. live the best life we can with a little bit of guidance. Okay. Um, and it, it talks about making changes within your life to become closer to happiness. Uh, you know, the book is, it's a, it's really interesting. It's got these pastel colors. Yeah. Um, it's got uh, illustrations throughout. Oh, yes. Lots I of white spaces. I'm a big fan of white spaces. <laughs> Lots yep. of colored boxes, dot oh, points. Yes. So it's it's very accessible. Um, one of those things you would really enjoy flicking through. It's got some lovely quotes throughout. For example, yep. the bamboo that bends is stronger than the oak that resists, oh. which is all about flexibility. Yeah. Um, very and, interesting. Very yeah. Nice and, you know, being, being happy to... Yep. Uh, through flexibility, um, and that I think is a Japanese quote, I believe. Okay. Um, the book talks about some useful tools that people can use to achieve happiness. Um, so mindfulness, for example, where you recognize your feelings, you live more in the present. Um, uh, there's an interesting thing actually I wanted to read. It's called um, something about fruit meditation. So yep. you might ask what that is. <laughs> yes, what is this fruit meditation so you speak of, Nissa? <laughs> designed as a basic introduction to mindfulness practice and okay. I'll just read through just um, to demonstrate because I don't think I could really discuss it without being able to list it okay yeah. the first step is sit at a table with the apple in front of you so you need to have an apple first of all so sit at a table with the apple in front of you funnily enough I have an apple and a table in front you of me indeed <laughs> I just noticed that that's perfect actually maybe um you could copy it as I read out okay. that might be interesting so I have my apple. for the listeners we have a lovely apple what is it a, a royal gala royal gala so um yep. and Tony is now demonstrating so okay sit number one again yeah sit at a table yep. with the apple in front of you yeah number two look closely at the apple for about five minutes noting every aspect of it visually, its shape, its color, its shadows. Do not think about its taste or its nutritional value or anything else. Number three, hold the apple in your hands and turn it around in all directions. Attend to its textures, how it feels as well as how it looks. Put the apple back on the table after a further five minutes or so. So uh, 
We're just letting you know, <laughs> Antonia is speeding this up for us. <laughs> Number four, close your eyes and concentrate on your sensations. Your breathing, the feel of your clothes, the pressure from the chair. Number five, concentrate next on sound, the rhythm of your breathing, breathing and any ambient noise you can hear. Like Ness's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, look back on what you have experienced. That is a sensory break from your thoughts and emotions. Doing this regularly over time can be deeply refreshing. Interesting. So yeah, so that's a basic introduction to mindfulness practice, just to yep. demonstrate the point I was making. <laughs> um, there are other traditions listed in the book, and that's one thing that makes it quite interesting, actually. So you've got, and I'm sorry if anyone you know uh, out there listening can um, speak Danish, Hygge, so that's H-Y-G-G-E. Okay. Um, I think people would recognize it more by its spelling than my pronunciation. So it's the Danish word for, I believe, coziness and comfort. Oh. Um, and it's all about how we can shape our spaces to fit this. So by making your surroundings more um, cozy and comfortable, um, you know, by relishing taste and touch and smell, by being generous and so forth. So that's yep. one of the traditions listed that we can learn from. Um, another is a Japanese one, ikigai. Uh, which is a sense of purpose that prompts you to get up in the morning with enthusiasm and resolve. So this tradition demands probably a bit more self-exploration than hygge, um, okay. because you're setting your vision, identifying goals, looking for signposts. But again, that's something that does help. Um, I know there are um, different resources out there for, say, mental health that do talk about, well, you know, if you're feeling a little bit lost without purpose, not sure what to do, having a list, yep. a, a, something as simple as having a list and checking mm -hmm. it off every time you accomplish that, yep. that gives you a sense or that improves your self of, self, uh, sense of well-being. Yep. Sorry. Um, another one that they describe, I won't go through all of them because they're quite yep. a few, but another okay. one is Tibetan Buddhism. And that is all about cultivating karma or oh. karma. Um, and essentially that is basically from the, a basic um, explanation is what we reap, we sow, Okay. essentially. Um, and that's about by positive action, we can actually generate well-being for ourselves. So, for example, smiling at people, you know, performing acts of kindness, saying nice things, basically being good to people, meditating as well. Um, so that these are just some ways that people are able to perhaps bring themselves closer to happiness you know bring a bit of compassion into their lives positivity um and it and it really often helps with people's own self sense of well-being so you know doing good for others uh by you know just being kind being generous yeah. um smiling maybe, smiling you know that that has an impact not just on other people and their yeah. sense of well-being but your own as well that's and true. i think that's what the book talks about um yeah so you know, if you're looking for books like this in the lifestyle category, um, you'll be able to find them. But that was In Search of Happiness, Finding Mindful Paths to Fulfillment. Now, I know, Antonia, you've got a book. Yours yep. is a little bit different, but I, I would say yours, you know what has echoes of the Ikigai thing, the, the sense of purpose one, yes. I think, unless I'm mistaken. So <laughs> why don't you talk about your one, Smart Girls Screw Up too? Yeah, so Smart Girls Sew Up 2 um, by Bella Zanesco. Now, this is kind of a long book. It's about 330 pages. Um, you know, it is quite a long book, but I wouldn't recommend you read the whole thing in one go. It's one of those books that you only read a chapter here and there. Mm -hmm. um, just take whatever you need and keep going and maybe come back to that one chapter again and again or just flip through and read it a page here and a page there. It's, it's an interesting book. It's more of a guidebook. Um, and... 
So this book actually has a reference to a life quiz or gives you access to a life quiz, which she, which Bella refers to as a perf personal life audit. Now here, once you do the personal life audit, it gives you a few points um, which may help or assist you um, or areas which actually you may need assistance or help in your life or what she recommends you may need to change. And so this book um, points you in the right direction or in the right chapters and suggests more changes that will bring out the best in you. Now with this book, um, so I actually went to chapter six, which is called Mental Health and Resilience, since we're talking about meditation and mental health and a bit of resilience here today. Um, so meditation and yoga are actually different. Now she clearly pointed this out because meditation is actually the act of doing nothing and just focusing on your breathing or just lying down and doing nothing really. Um, and yoga is actually more of an exercise to keep you fit, repetitive actions, um, repetitive points of standing and things like that. So really meditation is a 10 minutes a day to check in with yourself to just lie down and breathe. Now there are meditation, many meditation videos on YouTube that essentially tune into your breathing and how you ignore everything else. But this one, it just gives you that little push and asks you to try this meditation. Now Bella um, offers you six simple steps for meditation that you can try before committing. And she highlights the benefits um, at the end of the chapter as well. So some benefits actually that she mentioned were meditation reduces our body's response to anxiety, fear and stress. And I know Nissi, you actually mentioned um, how well-being is focusing on our anxiety and stress and things like that. So maybe this is one way we can actually commit to that a little bit. Yeah. Small step so each I way. just wanted to really quickly yes. jump in. My book actually has something about meditation misconceptions. Oh. And it says... Um, there are a few misconceptions and they wanted to debunk it in the book as well. Um, one of the ones that says, one of the misconceptions is that you need to be able to sit cross-legged on the floor. So oh. you don't need to for meditation, <laughs> according to the book. Um, according to Bella. <laughs> it also says, one of the misconceptions is that you need to have a spiritual mindset or be capable of deep philosophical thinking. That's another thing. Because I think some yep. people might be quite daunted about the idea of meditation where, yep. oh, you have to be like sitting there super calm, cross-legged. Very philosophical. Um, yeah, almost yep. like a self-hypnosis thing. And yep. she goes, no, it's not like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually what Bella mentions too. Nice. It's just taking 10 minutes out of your day just to focus on yourself and nothing else. Now, um, this is quite relevant because in today's society, we are bombarded with social media news constantly reminding us of the horrors and the happiness of the world. So we don't really want to care about Gina and her kids are doing this weekend or what's on the news or all the car accidents or anything that's happened lately. So it's a small technique that allows us to handle the constant pressures of life and to ease our minds. And... Um, it's quite important to note that um, Bella mentions that small lifestyle decisions, so just a small um, five, ten minutes in your day of meditation can actually not only affect yourself, but can actually affect the people around you. So your family, your friends, um, people that you work with. And um, she's also mentioned that there are a number of celebrities that also boast on the powers of meditation. Now, mm. these include Bianca, Ro Bianca Rothschild, sorry. The Walt Disney Company has also mentioned that 10 minutes of medita meditation actually was very um, positive, had a very positive effect on their employees. Um, also, Steve Jobs, he was a um, very avid, avid sorry, um, believer in yoga. And also mm. Kimye, which is Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you like this, they don't know who Kimye is. Yes. Some, some of us are a bit too old for that. But <laughs> So yeah, so it's a very in it's a very in thing to actually be doing. 
Um, so I thought that was very interesting. I also just want to point out that um, I was reading an article in reference to this book um, and it mentioned the NAB or NAB's Wellbeing Index report. Now that comes out every quarter and that report has consistently for the last couple of years and quarters um, noted that young women, so those aged between 18 and 20, 29, experienced low levels of well-being and higher levels of loneliness and anxiety compared to all other age groups. Now, I think this is quite interesting because this book by Bella was um, written in a way that is actually quite relevant to this young age group. So I'm not counting out any other age groups, but um, I just feel like it's very, it's written in a very nice, easy way, quick, straight to the point, and it can get um, younger generations off to a better, better start in life. Um, yeah, so good nice. self-care starts with small changes in your life. Lovely. Yeah. Look, I really like that point about being bombarded with information because there's oh, a yes. lot of noise out there. And in some yes. of the books um, I've been reading, it does talk about like trying to filter out all that yep. noise. So you, there is a lot about um, maintaining meaningful connections with people. Yes. That's uh, an important part of well-being and taking care of yourself, but also being able to filter out the noise that exists or, yeah. you know, or seeking out information that is reliable and, and then maybe instead focusing on things that make you happy, like listening to music, yes. meditating, painting. painting. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, busying yourself with that rather than, um, I guess, just consuming news in a way that and information which you won't use at later point. exactly yeah. that that's not really helpful at all well that, that was great so look that takes can us i to just a... mention one more yeah. thing so um bella actually does mention fomo the fear of missing out now fomo uh -huh. is something that um which i have heard of can I just say? <laughs> <laughs> fomo is something a lot of us do face and i think it's this whole pressure from um social media and the news and a lot of things that we see and hear people doing and I think that actually causes us a lot of anxiety and I think this book addresses that in a kind of subtle way to say you know you're not really missing out anything by not being on um, social media for 10 minutes so if you do just take 10 minutes or even five minutes start off with five just out of your day every day just to focus on yourself you're not really missing out on anything you're actually helping yourself grow which I think was a really important point um, that she made so yeah nice yeah well I'll try to follow that, but I can't make any promises. Look, that right. takes us finally to our third book, Unwind okay. Your Mind. Now, it's by Emma Whispers Red, and I know earlier when we were talking, Antonia, you were asking me if that was her actual was. surname, yes. Whispers Red. It is not. I okay. I'm, I'm almost sure it's not. Yep. Um, Whispers Red is the name of her YouTube channel because okay. Emma is a ASM artist. Um, and what that means what is, is she is an ASMR artist. Sorry. Yep. An ASMR artist is someone who is on YouTube promoting ASMR. Okay. Now ASMR is stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And it's it's something a bit tricky to describe to yep. people who don't experience it. Um, I do, uh, which is why it's probably a bit it's harder for me actually to uh, try <laughs> to explain it, but I'll try to um, I guess promote what she says in the yep. book or explain what she says in the book. So it's basically um, a warm, tingly sensation people might feel on the top of their head, their back, the side of their legs and so forth. Yep. Um, and they get that sensation um, after being exposed to certain stimuli. So it might be sound, so a Tibetan singing bowl or yep. someone whispering really close to a microphone or someone yep. speaking in a particular accent. Okay. Um, or it might be visual stimuli, so someone rubbing their hands really quickly. Um, oh. Oh, okay. Or someone clicking their hands, or yep. um, someone doing something like craft, for example. Some people oh. um, 
react to that where you've got someone doing colouring. Like literally yeah. they're doing colouring. <laughs> um, and people do find that quite pleasurable to, yeah. um, you know, experience and watch. Quite relaxing, really. It is quite relaxing yeah. for a lot of people. Um, now, there is a misconception that ASMR is somehow um, related to, uh, you know, some so sexual feelings that people oh, may okay. have. Yep. And that may very well some people may experience that yep. for the vast majority that is not the case yep. um but what's a bit tricky i think as she talks about in the book is that it is not something that is recognized i mean it has a name asmr it sounds very official it does but it isn't it isn't something that i think is recognized um by medical professionals okay. across the board it is yep. something that enough people experience for there yep. to be a name okay. for there to be a, a big youtube industry out there of yeah. people putting out videos there are a bunch of um <laughs> asm artists as they're called emma being one of the more popular ones yep um but it isn't something that is let's just say there hasn't been a lot of research into it there is some Fair uh enough. but not enough as okay. yet because i think the phenomenon only became more popular within the last 10 years right, and for a lot of people you either feel it or you don't feel it okay. i think in the book she talks about how she experiences that tingly sensation her one of her children does as well yep. but her husband and her other child doesn't okay and also people have different reactions to different triggers different sound triggers sight triggers sometimes those triggers um are dulled after time yeah um and might they might have to look at something else um okay. so you know it's, it's actually quite interesting if you think about it i mean there are a bunch of things on youtube yeah, I would definitely. I mean, the book is. If you look at it, it's about two hundred pages. It's a very lovely um, covered book. It it's, is. It's like a turquoisey blue with golden waves on it, and I feel like the waves kind of are very soothing. They resemble like frequency kind of waves. Don't they look like they're almost moving when you move it around? It yep. catches because the waves um, are in. They're in gold, and yep. when you move it, it catches the light, and it looks like it's moving. I think in it's a video, because nice. I came to the book because she mentioned it in a YouTube video that yep. she was writing one. I think it might be the first by a main ASM artist. Okay. Um, and uh, she talks about how she deliberately chose that cover, uh, and I found oh. that quite interesting as yep. well. So, yeah, look, some of the YouTube videos that exist, a lot of them are about different scenarios, so like a hotel receptionist, um, you know, a makeup artist, uh, someone who's giving you a haircut. Oh, yes. And a lot of that comes from this focus on empathy because yep. some people are triggered by someone who is like, there are a lot of ones about people being put to bed, like, you okay. know, tucked in. That is yep. actually a whole, um, <laughs> like, a series of videos out there. Um, Very because, interesting. Yeah, because people do respond, um, you know, that way when they, they get the tingles when someone is being, like, showing them empathy or, yep. like, a, sort of, I guess, a motherly sort of feeling. Yep. So different um, stimuli for different people. It is, yeah. So it's actually pretty interesting um but yeah so the book is all about that it has some testimonials in it which look if i if i wasn't familiar with it through youtube i don't know yeah. if i would believe it based on the testimonials yeah. alone because it's like one testimonial says sarah benin casa author and asmr viewer us and then she talks about the benefits i'm like that's you know <laughs> it, that that doesn't make you me really, really believe rely it on that. it's yep. like something that someone would just put in on you know amazon saying oh i believe yep. this product when you know yeah um but it is something that i think if people want to learn more about it they would definitely have to go onto youtube okay. um one tip she does try to recommend is how you can cultivate moments and this is for people who may experience it or not but i think anyone can really benefit from it um and it sort of ties in with all the other stuff we've talked about um so one is called the nightly routine for example she says um you know as part of your nightly routine perhaps a person could go into the bathroom look at themselves in the in the mirror and really yeah. look into their eyes and really consider themselves 
breathe deeply, yep. pick up the toothbrush, okay. start brushing their teeth. Now, this sounds super basic, but what she's saying is as you do each of these things, be super, super aware of every single movement, mm-hmm. every single sound. Yeah. Um, and that, she believes, that's sort of the sight of yourself doing that, the sounds. Um, there's a lot of healing in that that she feels um, people can get and people can um, find themselves being calm, self-soothing. Um, I guess some of these techniques would be considered. So that's what this is all about. A lot of ASMR is about helping people sleep. Okay. So if people have trouble with that, there are a lot of videos out there, ASMR yep. videos specifically designed to help people sleep. So yep. um, yeah, that's just something that's uh, an interesting, I guess, different thing for people yep. to explore. Like I said, it's not considered mainstream, but it's definitely something for people to try out if they're, yep. you know, if they're looking for something different, a way to relax, yep. a way to deal with some anxieties. Yes, it's you know worth checking out. So. Can Emma I, Whispers Red, that's her name. Can I just mention, yeah. um, I know you stated that it is an interesting way for us to read these books to actually get us through anxiety and stress, but um, we'd also like to mention that if you do have problems, please see someone um, professional. Of course, yes. So this is definitely just about the books that <laughs> yep. we're talking about. Um, you know, there are lots of different techniques. These are self-help books, basically. They're they, good starting points. Oh, yes, they're good starting points. Very in good in starting no point. way, I think that goes without saying, but yes. perhaps we should, in no way do self-help books actually, uh, you know, replace, stand in yeah. or replace professional help. So yes. that's definitely something people should look at if they need to. So right. thank Let's you, end on Antoni- a positive note. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Antonia, for that. Look, there's so much we can learn from these books. Uh, just, you know, a way to relax, um, you know, a bit of self-reflection, a bit of examination, a bit don't, of positive change in our lives. Yep, and don't forget to focus on an apple once Fo- a day. Focus <laughs> on an apple. So we've got it sitting over there. Um, yes, so that's <laughs> that's an interesting one, actually. <laughs> what good luck that we actually had an apple. It's just staring at us right now, and I'm kind yeah. of hungry, I think, actually, <laughs> at this point. Okay, so if you'd like to download uh, one of our episodes, you can find us on Para. Uh, Podbean, the yeah. app, Parapods on Podbean, the app. You can find us on, um, you know, Apple Podcasts. Of Apple. Of course, Apple. Yes, looking at the Apple now. Um, <laughs> still, <laughs> you can also find us on our blog, Para Reads. Uh, yep. That's me and Antonia signing off. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Material presented in this podcast is for general information only. Any opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the guest speaker who do not necessarily represent the views of City of Parramatta Council. City of Parramatta Council is not responsible for any injury, loss or damage which you may directly or indirectly suffer in connection with this podcast.